0: all right well it's time for some DD. the first DD session of 2022 for us guys god it is yeah crazy so this is gonna set the tone for how the whole year is gonna go i think oh boy yeah welcome lizard folk and gnomes bugbears and (laughs) parts to rated rpg The actual play show slash podcast where we play Dungeons and Dragons, Baldur's Gate, Descent into Avernus. Let's make this a year of good decisions and remembering how
1: rules work (laughs) should be. I predict at least two of our characters will die, Um, but hopefully none of us will die. Yeah. (sighs) You mean us, the people? (laughs) Yes, we the people. I don't. Oh, I don't foresee any of us dying
0: died. today. But uh, you know, you never know. You never know. Let's, let's just do a little bit of a brief recap on what happened last time before we get into it. I know it's been over a month, so I personally am, am a little bit rusty. Uh, you guys have been doing this uh, sort of long, sort of convoluted uh, quest that started off with you. Finding like a unicorn trapped in a demon zapper and wanting to free it because unicorns are good, uh, and so that led you down this winding road of like getting a, a bath for a hag and like trying to get a an elemental creature out of a contract with with Zerial, the ruler of Avernus, Oof. and like now you have to find the blood of a titan, and so you, you're you're currently <laughs> traveling to a place called Ul'drak's Grave, which is where uh, you are told that there is a titan who is, quote, not what he used to be,
1: <laughs>
0: said Red Ruth the Hag. <laughs> and uh, you're hoping to get this blood of a titan so that you can break Ralzala the doll uh, out of her contract with Zariel so that she can allow you to free the unicorn. Uh, And then that will hopefully help you in some way. You're still not entirely sure (laughs) what that's going to do, but it must be good, right? You must be doing something. Trying to get your house, of course, which is your whole purpose of your your quest. Uh, So uh, that's basically what happened. Uh, uh, Did I miss anything, Jason? You remember better than me. Well, we leveled up. You leveled up. That's right. Yeah, and I I corrected the the levels now. Thanks for pointing out that they were incorrect, uh Aaron. So you're all level 9. So fucking let's let's go over what you guys got at level 9. Uh let's let's just go in order of uh, your appearance here on the on the stream. So Start with Jason. What did Sir Reginald Hamstone get?
2: Uh, Reggie, as I call him, uh, he's uh, he gets some level three spell slots. So he gets two level three spell slots. He picks up haste, which is a paladin Ooh. for him. It's an automatically prepared spell, which is friggin' awesome. Um, yeah. Lovejack gets haste too uh, at this level. Wow. Uh, so doubling your movement, du- uh, adding two to your AC, and then getting that extra action. Uh, yeah. protection from energy is another one and blinding smite. So I get to deal like 3d8 additional damage of ra- radiant damage. And I could blind an opponent in combat if I hit him just right. Plus I get an extra little bit of hit points. I have 85 hit points. I get to add five hit points to my lay on hands. So I get uh, 45 hit points to disperse as I see fit there that's uh that's the gist of what reginald hamstone gets
0: nice good stuff 85 hit points i'm going to try to remember that when we get to race because i just want to compare and contrast because it'll be pretty
1: hilarious (laughs) uh uh bobby what'd you get at level nine i also unlocked uh two level three spell slots and i'm automatically every day i automatically get lightning bolt and hypnotic pattern Mm. i don't even have to prepare them i just get them because I'm so cool. Nice. Um, So that seems like it could be useful. And I also took fly. So I'll be able to fly, which seems like it could be a useful thing and revivify for the inevitable death. Hopefully it's not me that dies because I won't be able to revivify myself. But if anyone else dies, I can bring them back from actually being dead like a round or two ago or something like that
0: right yeah up to a minute after they've died you can bring them back so you guys uh i i've already started to notice you guys are going to start needing to get diamonds because i'm pretty sure revivify has a uh diamond um material component and uh race you're about to tell us what you got and i think you have something that requires diamonds, right
3: yes sir so uh, i wouldn't get a greater restoration because i'll never see anyone die from mummy right again not on my goddamn watch Uh, and then the added dimension door, cause sometimes you got to run for your life often. And then the coolest one I got is a, this spell is level three. It's a motivational speech. Uh, so like before the battle starts, I can rally, uh, the troops, AKA up to five people who aren't myself and then I'll have the advantage on wisdom saving throws. They get five extra temporary hit points. If I do it as a level four, you can get ten, five, you know how math works. And also, when someone attacks you, if it's a hit, then you get advantage on your next uh, attack uh, back towards that person or whoever. Motivational speech does leave if you lose all temporary hit points, though those are my big three
0: well, that's pretty cool it's a new spell that uh that basically allows you to give everybody a, a party-wide small buff and it's not concentration and it lasts for an hour so it's pretty good if you know you're going to go into a fight just r- rile everybody up with an awesome speech that i can't wait to hear you uh you know improv
3: i'm just gonna quote uh remember the times when denzel got serious hopefully it works
0: <laughs> all right Awesome, uh, and yeah, you have access now to fifth level spell slots. Greater restoration could be super, super useful. Like for example, if poor original handstone were to get uh, mummy rot, let's say race could remove it. With uh, Greater Restoration. So that's cool. Uh, and then finally, Glubjag, what'd you get? Level nine.
4: So I also got access to third level spells. Um, mm-hmm. And I basically get two for free because of my special abilities. One is Speak with Plants. Uh, the other is nice. Haste. Awesome. I swapped out a spell for Protection from Poison. And I also uh, took, as a third level spell, Wind Wall.
0: Ooh, interesting. Wind Wall. What does that one do?
4: Basically, it... Uh, it gives like 3d6 damage to anyone who's in it or crossing into it, oh. um, but it can also it can also disperse poisons, it can disperse fogs, and like right. anything that's kind of a sit on you and
0: kill you sort of thing, it can disperse them. Okay, so it's like a gust of wind that just continuously happens yep. from, from- And my... that I can shape, yep. Nice. All right. And it does damage and probably can stop arrows and like small flying creatures like tiny flying creatures probably have a hard time. So, yeah, sounds pretty useful, man. Well, cool. Uh, You guys also your um, proficiency bonuses all went up to plus four. So you all got a little bit more powerful just in general. And uh, yeah, level nine, you're approaching tier three of uh, D&D. Tier one is like one through five. Tier two is like six through ten so you guys are getting close to that third tier which is when you become like superheroes basically Ooh. freaking awesome yeah you start being able to do some real crazy stuff so you guys are at that threshold now which means your enemies are going to be even crazier like trying to get the blood of a titan that sounds kind of crazy plantstronk's asking some questions uh about baldur's gate is this about the new baldur's gate Or is Baldur's Gate a PNP thing, too? Uh, So, Plants Baldur's Gate is a a city in the Forgotten Realms setting, which is something that is also in the pen and paper. Um, And then Baldur's Gate has been a setting in various video games as well. So we're doing uh, the pen and paper adventure for 5th edition called Baldur's Gate Descent into Avernus. So they're actually in Baldur's Gate. It's called Baldur's Gate because it starts in Baldur's Gate, but they're actually in hell right now. They're in the first layer of hell called Avernus. <sighs> All right. Uh, well, guys, do we want to do any more business? Do we have anything else to talk about before we dive on in for today's session? Like to thank our Patreon supporters, if I can do that real quick. Yeah.
2: All right. We got our level 15 bards, Cheesemaster007, GBS Trek, Holly Summers, James Wheeler, Josh Millard, and Random.Guy. Also, we'd like to thank Igor Vakic, Ashley Betson, Eli Chafin, Schmoopy, Kate Slosson, Mick and Daddy, and Nick Thank you all so much. You can become a Patreon supporter and get cool rewards like the stickers I just mailed out. I think most of our patrons have them by now. Some on the other side of the planet, probably not quite yet. But uh, you can go to patreon.com slash rated RPG and support rated RPG with your dollars. And then we get we thank you and we love you and we, we think about you at night in the darkness, in the alone times. <laughs> Well, you had
3: we? me
1: up until <laughs> that. I
3: wondered if that Hello, was still a bridge too far. Sounds Creepier.
1: Ah, uh, yep.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Well, guys, let's 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 dive on in. You guys are on your way to Uldrax Grave. Um, you're in your uh, demonic, diabolical, uh, Mad Maxian style engines driving across the wastelands of Avernus, using this map that uh, barely makes any sense, constantly getting lost, constantly avoiding firestorms, uh, like fire tornadoes that uh, threaten to rip your flesh off of your bones at the same time that they cook, like flash cook your insides so that you're like a nice crispy chicken wing cooked in a uh, like a deep fryer. Uh, so you're avoiding those, you don't really like those too much. Uh, you're you're traveling across like pits of boiling tar that uh, is threatening to get your vehicle stuck, and so you put put the pedal to the metal, and you can hear the like screams of souls being incinerated inside of your hell engine as your uh, engine tries to like push its way out of these these tar pits. Uh, it's just a, it's just a horrible horrible journey. You can't imagine how terrible this would be if you had to do it on foot, as uh, your windshield is covered in millions of like mosquitoes the size of your fist as you're speeding across the, uh, the landscape. But finally, you make it to Uldrak's grave. The cracked helm and sword of a titan lies half buried in the ash of Avernus. A spherical stone set into the sword's pommel still gleams with scarlet radiance. And uh, as you're uh, approaching this magnificent site, uh, I need everybody to make perception checks, please.
3: Ooh, ooh, ooh,
0: ooh,
1: ooh, ooh, ooh. Holy shit, Jason! Get right. those out of the way. Get those right <laughs> out of the way. Natural ones,
3: you. Right, it's it's almost ready. It's almost ready. There we go. I'll just Go back to it. Hey, baby. Hey, baby. Ten minute girl. You know what I need right now. With my perception, I, rem- Come on. I remember when people on.
0: told me that uh, playing D anD D online would make things go faster, but then yeah. it's it's things like this that <laughs> really prove that wrong. It's right? Like, in real life, it's We're like make a perception check. Okay, roll the die. I got a seventeen. <laughs> All right,
3: I, I just I just touched it or hit it, whatever you want to say. I did to it. So I did it. Damn it! You fondled it. Uh, there I mean, it goes. I jiggled it a little bit. Okay.
0: I'm a nasty boy. So uh, you guys seem pretty, um, pretty distracted by uh, this this sight as you're looking on this this massive sword and helmet. It's really hard to underestimate or undersell how ridiculously huge these things are. These are like like the helmet is like the size of a house. The sword is like a, a multi-story building in downtown. You know, like these are huge, huge things. Just um, sitting there just sitting there, just in the ground. At the top of the, uh, the the pommel of the sword is like this like glowing like orb type of thing. Um, and you're all distracted by that, except for Glubjag. Glubjag, you notice something else uh, up in the sky. It appears to be the silhouette of some sort of um, winged creature uh, and as you sort of squint your eyes, trying to get like the red uh, red light, like the background and the stars uh, of the sky, sort of like y- you're squinting and you notice, oh, this that kind of looks like a dragon flying around up there. It's impossible to tell what color it is, but yeah, pretty sure there's a dragon. Do I have any sense of perspective as far as how big it is or? It seems somewhat large because it's so far away, but you can still tell that it's it's a dragon. You don't know for sure if it's like, noticed you, you just see it flying around pretty high up in the air.
4: I, uh, I turn, uh, gentlemen, there appears to be a dragon up above. Appears is
3: actually a dragon, big yeah, fella.
4: If you look up, you might see it's way, way up there.
0: I'll uh, I'll have the <laughs> remaining three who failed their perception checks. So you can roll another perception check here to see if uh, glubjag can sort of point it out to you.
1: Uh, get a one, I got on, get one, two threes. Two threes. Same
3: damn thing. Oof.
0: Okay. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, you guys have no idea what he's talking about. You look up there, and there's just like black sky with like occasional pinpricks of red light, and you, you... it's up there. It's up there.
1: Um, we, we, uh, yeah, yeah. We believe you. That's um. Uh, there's probably a dragon up there. Sure, whatever. Yeah. I wouldn't believe. <laughs> <laughs>
3: Are you, are you saying I'm imagining it, little buddy? I would never assume you're imagining dragons, but in this case, that's all.
4: Well, I'm gonna, I'm gonna keep an eye on it.
3: <laughs> all
4: right, oh you God. let us
1: know when it uh, becomes an issue, and then we'll, we'll, we'll try to believe you.
0: Yeah, okay. This is where they got their name for their band from, isn't it? Imagine <laughs> <and> Dragons. Perfect. <laughs> Okay, well, um, yeah, you guys uh, park your, your uh, d- demon engines uh, and begin walking up the, uh, the hill towards this uh, massive helmet and sword. As you begin your approach, you can hear off in the distance coming from the area where this helmet is. Uh, you can hear what sounds like sort of like frantic shouting uh, that is periodic and then like it stops for a moment and then it comes back and it's a little far away to make, make out what they're saying, but it's like some sort of person like shrieking, but then stopping and then shrieking again.
2: Is
1: that the Real Housewives of Avernus.
3: <laughs>
1: <laughs> Wait, Jason's joke just erased my mind. What, what, are, what did we just see? Uh, you
0: haven't seen anything, you just you hear uh, someone who's shrieking in some language you don't understand, or maybe they're too far away. Where is it uh, coming from? Coming from the area where that massive helmet is.
2: And this is this is marked on our map as where <laughs> we can find uh, Aldrak's grave, right?
0: Yep. Okay. Aldrak right, the well, Titan. Let's, let's keep it, walking.
4: What, okay. kind of, what kind of land is it between
0: us and the the sword and helmet it's almost like a dune of ash beneath your feet or what appear to be what feel kind of like rocks like small rocks but they could also be bones uh covered pretty with pretty like a flat. foot of ash hmm? pretty flat uh yeah uh, flat uh it, it, there's a bit of an incline uh okay. as you're going up so like it 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 actually is kind of like a massive hill but it's it's right. so big that it you barely notice the incline got it
4: oh well, let's head up
2: uh, as we look around this this there's all these rock bone whatever covered in ash does mm. it look like there has been a lot of fire activity here like recently as part of some sort of protective measure of the area
0: um would you uh let, let's let's see that would be maybe like a uh are you are you thinking about like magical protections? no or? I,
2: I want to investigate to see if there's you know how, if okay, if I'm walking in toward this thing and I see a mm-hmm. bunch of burned-up bone, then mm-hmm. I'm probably going to do something about that. I'm probably going to okay. take some preventative measures.
0: All right, so I feel like that would be, you know, maybe like a... Uh, you could do an investigation check, sure. sure. It's horrible. Hey! 16. 16. That's pretty good. You begin to sort of, like, look a little bit more closely at this ash and at the ground and all that, uh, and you you sort of come to the conclusion that this ash isn't necessarily like fresh or new um it just it seems like something really really big or a lot of a lot of material burned down into ash in this spot uh but it's it's kind of impossible to tell how recent that was but you don't see any like you know smoldering charcoal or any smoke indication that there was a fire very recently.
1: Okay. Thank you. Uh Emery, we had a first time chat from Rhodius who wants to know where are we in the campaign? Do you have a vague estimation of that? Yeah.
0: Uh in the campaign they are on the Path of Devils section, which is part of chapter three out of five, if that helps.
3: Oh.
0: Oh, huh, nice. I think you guys are getting close to two thirds of the way through the campaign, is what I would estimate
1: two-thirds well
0: for normal people who don't side quest obsessively
1: (laughs) yeah yeah so what like three years
3: yeah
0: (laughs) i
1: think we have another year left
3: 26 oh yeah
0: (laughs) (laughs) all right so well what do you guys do you're you're climbing up this very large hill at the top of which is a a massive helmet and sword if i may reginald Mm -hmm. would like to use divine sense um sure
2: this allows me until the end of my next turn to know the location of any celestial fiend or undead within 60 feet of me that's not behind total cover. Okay. So I would know if there's a
0: celestial a fiend or undead. I would say you're at this point about 200 feet away from the, uh, the massive helmet. Are you going to use this uh, now? Are you gonna save it for later? Or are you gonna use it both now and later? What are you thinking?
2: We'll save it until we get closer to the helmet within like 60 feet of the helmet I think is gonna be my best option.
0: Okay All right, anybody else want to do anything as you're making your way across this uh, hill?
3: All right guys, it's time for a motivational speech as, as we're. Climbing. <laughs> you know, things have been dire recently. Who knows what's gonna happen when we get to this time? Here's what I know for a fact: No one is gonna die today. We might die tomorrow. We might die 12 hours from now, which is a different day in my book because I'm bad at hours. But you know what's not going to happen? We're not going to get crushed by a Titan, ate by a Titan, and definitely not going to get fucked by a Titan. On the count of three, give me an eye. One, two, three! Aye. All right, now you got 10 bonus uh, hit points. That's all. (laughs) Wait. Nice. Really? Cool.
0: awesome yeah you guys all get five temporary hit points and you have advantage on uh, wisdom saving throws
3: i use it as a level four i should have mentioned that so it's 10 That's oh
0: all. 10 temporary hit points nice holy
3: shit plus oh, yeah. my normal nine i got
1: 19 temporary hit points
0: no they they don't stack i'm sorry aaron they don't what yeah you just have the 10 it's whatever's higher oh what is this oh <laughs> it's okay i mean it's still more temporary hit points for him and nobody nobody else has temporary hit points there you go
1: like if someone else makes me feel good i can't make myself feel good too uh <laughs> y- yep i think that's actually true in real life All right. i see how it works yeah
0: you try try pleasuring yourself as the same time somebody pleasures you aaron it's, not, and reports, it's probably not going right to work. Right. Right. It reports me how it worked. You can drive one car at a time.
1: <laughs> well, that's you know? not true. You can drive two cars at once. Brad, come on. That's a terrible, uh, terrible
4: analogy. How do you drive analogy. two cars at once?
3: One's an American car. One's European. Long legs. I think outside yeah. the box, baby. Just straddle them. Okay.
1: Yeah. Okay. Take doors off. You got to take the doors off. Uh You put bricks bricks on the gas pedals and you control both steering wheels and then just drive up uh, straight towards (laughs) the edge of the cliff. Okay. Well, there's there's
4: probably crazy workarounds like that for your temporary hit points too.
1: Oh yeah. Okay. I put two bricks on my (laughs) feet and straddle myself. Just the worst. Um,
0: (laughs) All right. uh, I need to, can you guys tell me what languages your characters speak? real fast uh
1: french. Just
3: common
0: french <laughs>
1: <laughs> primordial tectonic abyssal
4: okay common goblin infernal abyssal and deep speech cool celestial cool, cool. common and infernal
1: all right
0: um okay cool so you guys uh have the motivational speech and uh begin your trek up the hill and uh the the sort of like shrieking is is getting Uh, louder and a little bit more coherent uh, and you realize that uh, it sounds almost like someone is having an argument with, with someone else. They seem to be arguing about what type of breakfast they want to have today, uh, whether they want to track down a larva or whether they want to maybe catch an imp and hang it up by its legs and sort of torture it to death uh, because it it, it it likes the flavor of imp flesh uh, when it is uh, in pain.
1: That's really weird because that's the same conversation I had at breakfast this morning. <laughs> <laughs> with myself um, but but the weird thing is
0: that the individuals that are arguing they both sound very similar to one another and in the middle of speaking occasionally they'll just both of them will just sort of start speaking in a language that none of you guys understand but that sounds very different. Than the infernal language that they're speaking in the rest of the time. Uh, so, uh, why don't you guys just make uh, make like intelligence
1: checks real fast?
3: This group is a bunch of big brains. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Intelligence check. Got a
1: fourteen. Fourteen.
3: All right, here it comes. Me smart. <laughs> okay
0: well uh you guys uh Dababi is the only one who picks up on this Dababi, as you're listening to these people talking uh you realize that they're slipping into a different language uh every once in a while that sort of reminds you of like a little bit of like the dwarves that you've heard in the past or like you've heard every once in a while like some giants speaking and they use sort of similar sounding sounds in in the construction of their words uh so you, you think it might be some sort of dwarvish or giant or like you know, uh, some sort of earthy type of type type of speak. But you don't really know any of those languages, so you're not sure.
1: Okay. I'll report this to the other gents. I mm, think I know what it is, guys. I've
4: encountered one before. It's an etin.
1: Oh an Etten. All right, what a, what's an etin? Tell us about it. A two headed giant. They're really stupid. Um, That's why it's arguing with itself about breakfast.
0: As you're saying that, um, you also think to yourself, it is a little strange that the Eton would be speaking also in Infernal. Typically, they're too stupid to learn extra languages. They most of the time just know giant and maybe common. Uh, But this one is speaking fluently in Infernal and then sometimes switching to this other language.
2: Oh, so uh, let's get up there and figure out how to kill it. Okay. Uh, well, I mean, you, That's what we're here for. Right?
0: You, you get within 60 feet, and uh, Reginald, you you sort of close your eyes and focus for a moment, uh, saying a little prayer to Torm.
1: Is it Torm that you worship? Oh, oh, oh God, Torm. no. How dare horror. you say Torm. Torm? Sorry. Torm is dead to us. That's right.
0: That's right. You guys don't yes. like Torm very much. Okay. <laughs> uh, you you asked for your horror site and... Uh, you detect that there is indeed some sort of evil presence uh, within 60 feet of you. Uh, definitely Ooh, some sort very of fiend. Whore, very uh, whoreboating. Wo- oh, whore- you know boating. what?
2: Whoreboating for sure. Uh, <laughs> all right, let's flank this piece of shit. Fiend. Mm.
0: Destroy it. Uh, cast protection from good and evil. Okay, so you guys uh, uh, prepare to... To fight this uh, fiend that is clearly hiding within this massive uh, helmet, um, and you uh, you cast protection from evil on yourself, and why don't you guys go ahead and make a
3: stealth check? All right, all right, here we go. Mm-hmm. Hey, fifteen. 15. Uh, oh, this is nice. be good. This is what I'm here for. There we go. <laughs> oh, I, uh, Thirty-one. Sneaky boy.
1: I could get a reroll, right? Oh. Who's got reroll options for me? Uh, I believe you have some reroll. Yes, but I thought race had like easier ones. If you roll a one. Oh, oh
3: shit. Yeah, it's got to be a one or... Is it even a two? I think it's just one, though. I can check. Can't even hear myself. <laughs> yeah, you rolled
2: a 31 <laughs> for Glove jig.
3: You rolled two
2: 31s. I did. <laughs> yeah,
0: That is so insanely stealthy. It's kind of ridiculous. All right. It's let, like being invisible. Let, me, let um, me pull up a map here.
2: <laughs> I will use a luck roll, I guess. We don't want to lose our stealth because you're no. clanging around over there with your...
1: Well, my armor is not supposed to really (laughs) be that heavy or a disadvantage because it's all magical, but I don't really understand how that works. Your
2: evil shield has uh, wake apnea. That's got to be it. You hear a gasp Uh, every few minutes.
1: (laughs) How how does luck work again? Do I just reroll?
0: So you can choose to spend one of your luck points. You have three every day. And I think it allows you to reroll an attack or ability check or saving throw
1: great here we go it's like a plus 10 bonus no there we go
0: i'll do it okay so you guys are very sneaky as a group well you you actually only got a nine there still aaron um because you have the heavy armor uh penalty oh fuck but amazingly sir reginald lambstone even with his heavy armor is able to get a 15 which is pretty good how would lulu do right oh lulu um how did
3: lulu do do
0: yeah so so this is up to you guys is lulu gonna be with you or is she gonna be waiting back by the uh the uh, the demon engines she almost died last time i don't think we need she
3: her. did almost die. yeah
0: let's have her hold back she can yeah. she can get to us in like three seconds if she needs to she is going to hold back and then i'm gonna get you guys up on the map here um we didn't talk about races. hit points how many hit points do you have there buddy
3: uh i have 48 whole hit points i'm almost a full grown halfling um (laughs) right now i got 58 which makes me as strong as you guys probably like level five but i'm feeling i'm feeling sturdy you know what i mean
0: yeah 48 versus 85 on reginald which i got 95 (laughs) right now because of the extra (laughs) yeah All right, so you guys sneak up and you sort of peer through the, uh, the opening on the front of the helmet. Uh, and you see inside a fiend. Uh, you've, you've seen a number of these things before. These are spined devils. Uh, they're fairly weak uh, compared to you. Um, in fact, every time you've encountered them before, you've uh, encountered multiple of them, like four to six of them, something like that. They're the ones that sort of fly around. They have t- uh, tail spines that they shoot uh in fact one of these guys killed that dwarf priest, remember who was yeah. uh who activated yeah. the bridge. <laughs> um so so this the spine devil isn't isn't particularly terrifying. Uh uh and it, it is it is sitting there talking to itself, a la Gollum, uh arguing about what it wants to have for breakfast. And it's just sitting in the middle of this uh this helmet. Doesn't oh. notice you.
2: Hey, race. Race. What's sure up? You can... You think you can sweet-talk this uh, critter into helping us out? For sure. What in particular
3: do you want me to sweet-talk it into?
2: See if it knows where to find
3: uh, Aldrak. I gotcha. So I'm going to creep up on it. Actually, no, if I creep up on it, it might take me as an enemy. Uh, I separate from the group, and then I... Well, what? Hold I on a second. It. Oh, what, what if he is Aldrak? I mean, I, the hag
4: said he wasn't what he used to be oh and somehow this guy is
3: maybe speaking giant that's a good point i mean as far as race is concerned the only way i'm gonna know anything is if i talk to it now the question is if i talk to it can a creature transform back into its previous version do we know that Will we have knowledge if that's a thing that happens
0: well i mean you polymorph yourself all the time into t-rexes and then transform back into your normal self (laughs)
3: <laughs> you also, are so good at this. You are totally right. <laughs> yeah,
0: and your buddy Kostlo used to turn himself into a bear and then back into Koslo. Yeah. But yeah, this, this is a pretty extreme transformation. Went from being a, a titan, one of the strongest things in the in the galaxy, uh, you know, the size of multiple buildings tall, uh, to a fairly weak type of devil. It's a sort of bizarre hmm. transformation.
4: Yeah, it was just thought. thought.
0: I'm probably wrong.
3: Well, but then again, he is inside the helmet of what would have been a tank. So maybe when he shrunk, he just is under. All right. This is... I'm still willing to go talk to him and see if I can't ask him a question with my sweetest, silkiest voice. Is everyone okay with that? I... We're, yeah, we're a unit. I want to make sure. That's I'm all down. right. I'm down. It, I'm pretty, doing it.
1: Seems pretty uh, easy to. I'm going to hide behind this thing. Get up close to him. So. <laughs> I'm going yeah, uh, gonna... to.
2: I'm gonna walk next to race, uh, cause you know a halfling alone in here, oh boy. You know I think he needs uh, some muscle with him. Sure. But if yeah. Glubjig's hiding over here, he's got his uh, he's got the uh, morning shaft. Maybe even to Bobby, we walk up together, and then Glubjig gets a free shot. All right. Yeah. Opinion.
1: Well, we'll flank him. That sounds good. Uh, you're, like- not gonna,
0: you're not gonna be able to flank him because the uh, you have to go into a helmet in order to. Oh, right. uh so you, yeah you would basically walk in his front door so to speak is there a doorbell there's not <laughs> even a,
3: a closable door it's just a helmet <laughs> really big helmet. all right we're doing this uh as i get near the entryway i say bing bong hey my brother what's up i'm race the roaster this is the honorable sir general hamstone look he's a he's a guy who's got a lot of mass he's got a lot of heart and, of course, this is the body, the most enjoyable motherfucker, this side of a demon with a, a large erection. I don't know. Anyways, we are looking for – there used to be a taint around here. Hamstone, what was his name? Oldrick Aldrick, my brother Aldrick. Is there any way you can give us some information – and if you want, I'll trade you my favorite breakfast recipe in case you want help with this breakfast situation I overheard. So as soon as I you'
0: to use persuasion. as soon as you walked in the door and, and introduced and began introducing yourself, uh, the the creature uh, turned around uh, and started just sort of screaming the entire time you were talking. How <laughs> so childish. Uh, the whole time, and it, like, sort of backed itself into the corner of the helm and uh, tried to cover its face in screaming in terror. Uh, but you just, you know, kept talking, and eventually you got to the point where you mentioned Uldrak. And as soon as you said that name, the creature stopped screaming. And then you mentioned, uh, you know, having a nice breakfast recipe. And go ahead and make your persuasion check.
1: And now now it's purring. Oh,
3: come on, Charisma.
0: Oh, okay. 16. Nice. All right. Uh so you sort of like hold out your hand to it and and make yourself look nice and like approachable. Um nobody else is holding a weapon currently, right? In a threatening manner. No, of
1: course not. In a threatening way. <laughs> no need to. We've got spells. <laughs> uh, the creature uh, sort of like
0: cautiously and slowly approaches towards you guys, uh, and 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 mutters something in common. Uh, and it's it you notice something immediately sort of interesting about its voice. Uh, you've heard other spine devils as they are shrieking like insults and swear words at you and stuff like that. And they have very like high-pitched, nasally, annoying types of voice. This one, while it was screaming, it sort of reminds you of a Spine devil, but now that it's speaking, it actually has a very deep voice, very sort of like smooth and charming kind of voice as well. Although it doesn't seem to have the sort of confidence that would typically go with somebody with a voice like this. Uh, And and it says, you, that name, Aldrak, Yes, I... I know an Aldrek. I... I... I knew one once. I... Uh, I don't know where they went. Uh... I'm sorry, I can't help you. And uh, he... it seems very, uh, scared again of you.
3: Where was the last place you heard of Aldrak being alive?
0: Uh, he pauses for a moment and thinks and says, Aldrak was alive when he came here on a on a mission. Aldrak was here too. And it slips into that other language that you don't understand for a moment. It says a few more things and then slips back into Common. Challenging her. He thought he could destroy her for Surtur, but she was too powerful. She cursed Aldrak, cursed him be this and he sort of like looks down at himself uh who who now tiamat
4: Did i call oh. it or what
2: oh tiamat that's the dragon there with the multiple heads uh ooh. well okay uh who else is gonna wanna just punch out of this one and then uh go, <laughs> go somewhere <laughs> else <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> Alright, well, yeah, let's all Let's <laughs> all have to get our time cards stamped <laughs> you, uh, Excuse me,
2: little fella Do you validate parking?
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's sort of like uh, Sees like the look of fear in in your eyes as as it mentions Tiamat's name, the the mother of evil dragons, the evil deity slash demon lord that uh, you guys have actually ran into some of the followers of Tiamat. I don't know if you guys oh, recall. Yeah.
2: yeah, Tiamat owes we, us a we favor. We a favor. Oh yeah, that's very true. Oh well, maybe we should parlay that into some Titan blood.
0: Hmm. <laughs> uh, but I mean, if anyway, not, what? Uh, the, the the creature says,
3: why do you seek Uldrak? We seek Uldrak to free a very kind, graceful, magical creature. And to do that, we need Titan blood. Did he just happen to bleed anywhere that you know of that might be in a bowl or a basin <laughs> when you were him?
0: When I was... What? I... <laughs> I don't, I don't know. I don't remember. And you can see it sort of like struggling to to think. Uh, And it sort of like starts walking around in circles and like clawing at its own skull. Uh, Why don't you guys make arcana checks, please?
3: Arcana check, arcana check, baby. All right, let's... Come on, arcana check. Don't let me down. I mean, it's not good, but... I got a six. Okay. Yeah. Good work. So
0: Yay. <laughs> Hamstone's over there thinking like, hmm, maybe if uh, I dig under all this ash, I could find an old <laughs> blood bloodstain. Uh, my investigation skills are, and you, you start thinking about it that way. Uh, meanwhile, literally everyone else in the party starts thinking about magical solutions to this. You all kind of look at each other, except for Hamstone, who's looking at the ground, and you sort of nod as you all realize you have the same thought. You are probably going to have to turn him back into his Titan form in order to get the blood. How you would do that, you're not entirely sure, but it does appear that Tiamat has cursed him in some way to become this and you know you've dealt with curses before in the past you know there are some ways to remove them and especially in the case of some like very powerful curses uh, a lot of them have conditions that need to be met you know in order for the curse to be lifted it's kind of like the contract that the Tao has or whatever where uh, she needs to drink titan blood that will break the contract there could be something similar in this case
1: break the curse Okay, so I assume this will require several submissions that will need to go on. <laughs> Who do we
3: have to bathe at this time? Is a question. <laughs> right? Who would know about Tia and their specific curse that we have run into? Huh? The Hag, but she's weird. Hmm. Yeah, she sucks. Well, uh, nobody has
0: removed curse, huh? You you sort of like uh, talk amongst yourselves about this, and finally, uh, Oldrak, the devil, stops clawing at its skull, and you can sort of see that there is blood on its claws and dripping down its face. And it sort of looks at it and says, Oh, I think I know. Yes, I remember. Tiamat cursed, Aldrak. Said that he would have to spill Tiamat's blood. Yes, Aldrak must spill her blood. He must do that which he could not, even with all of his might.
1: Whoa. <laughs> um, cool so let's just portal over to Tiamat's place
2: can and, you um, do that I still think we can dress you up like a nurse and then you go in there and you'll be like hey, it's time for your blood test Tiamat cause you've been with some unclean people
4: <laughs> will you help Aldrak spill her blood
2: ah uh, y- yeah
3: yeah that will be blood spilled I can guarantee it
2: sure, yeah. race told us that none of us were going to die today, and I really believed him. So yeah, let's do it.
1: <laughs> I mean, Tiamat owes us a favor, so it seems like you know, a little blood spillage is barely yeah. anything. That's right. Yeah. We really and want to I use know. that favor for this Titan thing.
2: Tiamat. I mean, having a, having a unicorn that we can call our friend—that's that, pretty good. I mean, it's definitely worth going up against Tiamat.
0: <laughs>
1: Yeah, to have a unicorn as a friend? What?
0: <laughs> so why don't you guys make religion checks?
3: Oh boy, so- the gang dies from Tiamat. <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh, Dang! Oh, TMI, you got two, two natural 20s, Tiamat. Oh, wow.
0: Yeah. wow.
3: I love that unicorn so bad.
0: <laughs> okay. So we got a 17, a 22, and a 23. So Globjag, you know that Tiamat is supposedly imprisoned somewhere in Avernus. You've heard that. You don't exactly remember why, but you feel like, oh yeah, she's she's somewhere in, in, in Avernus. Whereas Dion, uh, Race, and uh, Sir Reginald Hamstone, You guys have a little bit more of a a concrete idea that, yes, she has been imprisoned within Avernus due to her uh, waging war on hell. And so so that means, theoretically, she is on this level of hell along with you. uh, And she is trapped and not at her, like, full strength. Um, So that must be why this uh, titan came down here to, you know, Presumably, fight Tiamat. Probably try to kill her. And even in her weakened state, and even him at full strength, she was still able to defeat him and apparently curse him. But yes, uh, so she is somewhere down here.
1: Do you guys think so, that Tiamat we, has something to do with getting with uh getting the the city back up and out of here? If we free Tiamat,
2: then Zeriel's gonna have her own have her hands full, right? Mm-hmm. We could pit the two of them together against
3: one another. Yeah, yeah, that's right. And in freeing Tiamat, that gives us two favors. That's better than one. But isn't she like evil evil? Oh, yeah. (laughs) She's pretty evil.
0: She's chaotic Uh, evil, which is probably one of the worst kinds of evil.
2: Look, I got an intelligence of nine. This is
3: going (laughs) to (laughs) work.
4: Yes, I'm with you with my intelligence (laughs) of eight, buddy.
3: Mine is... Oh, Jesus. I think mine is worse than that. What do we Oh, my goodness.
1: My intelligence yeah. is really high, and I have no idea what to do, so I'll just go along with you guys.
3: Yeah. <laughs> oh, wow. My intelligence is 12. That's a lie. Um, We came down here to lift the city, and now we're trying to free a unicorn by helping out a dragon witch queen?
1: I don't think we're going to be able to mm. get Tiamat's blood. Uh, this just seems like a wild goose chase. Uh, maybe we should just give really up on the seasons. titan's club and titan's blood give up on the unicorn and uh go uh, Do you guys like cards?
3: <laughs> well, well, I doesn't give the up on missions what? No unicorn left behind brother. That's how we started this fight <laughs> and that's how we're gonna finish it dang it
1: All right. All right. I'm down now that now that you said no unicorn left behind. I'm on board
2: <laughs> <laughs> This is how we get what we need that beautiful mansion that you told me about. I've never seen it, but I understand it's to <sighs> be pretty good.
4: As a bonus, uh, you know, Tiamat's basically a god, so she might know a lot more about how we can find the sword, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah.
2: Well, let's go. Let's. Where Where are we going? Because we gotta. We gotta find where Tiamat is being held prisoner. Right. County jail. <laughs> county jail.
1: Where's the, yeah, county, I jail? Go to the county jail? No. No. Uh, I was just gonna say that, Squid Lips, and you beat me to it. Aldrek,
0: uh sort of holds up his clawed, bloody hands, and says, "I, I." Th- I think I know. I think I know a possibility. Um, there's a, there's a dragonborn, a cruel, cruel man who has a tower down here, a follower of Tiamat. His name, oh, what was it? Arkan the Cruel. He has a tower down here, and he knows much of Tiamat and her whereabouts. Wait, Aldrak remembers something else. Yes, Arkan has a vial he carries around his neck. Arkan claims it has
1: Tiamat's blood in it. Oh, that's helpful. We could spill that. So we yeah, have to find Arkan, the creator of the famous creator of the stone. He was the guy we were
0: supposed to tell the barber about.
1: He's also a dragonborn. Did he kill Alduin or was that someone else? Someone else. Okay. That was I just wanted to make a uh, Skyrim and a Lord of the Rings reference in within fifteen seconds, Oh,
3: uh, yeah! You. Nice. you you, you my nerd ass. I was lost as <laughs> hell.
2: <laughs> Points, Gryffindor. <laughs> all right all right you nerds let's get... but we don't remember that we're supposed to tell bernie the barber i think we would probably want to go back and convene some sort of discussion with hall the hollyphant uh lulu Ooh. always has a good idea of what is or isn't possible so all right I
1: let's think... talk let's go talk to her and also go talk to arkin i wrote down that i was supposed to tell the barber that
0: oh that's right
2: globejack right. wrote it down oh that's and smart Bobby carved it in his flesh
0: i did yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, oh huh. so you guys hear that name arkin the cruel and uh then i look at De- my arm <laughs> he's like
1: oh my god you're having a memento moment or whatever. <laughs> it's, more a, it's more of a demento moment or a Mentos moment. The fresh
3: Maker. The Flesh Breaker. <laughs> <laughs> nice. All right. So,
1: so you guys
0: walk down the hill towards your, your uh, hell uh, cars, and uh, uh, Lulu's in there, and she's like, Well, hey, boys, that was quick. Did you uh, get what you were looking for? Oh, but we were told how to get it. Oh, good 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 good. i hope it's not too too much longer boy we feel like we've been on this quest for ages
3: multiple years in fact <laughs> well, yeah. yeah. most people say the quickest way to a is a straight line but have you ever did uh-huh. multiple loopy loops it feels quicker than you think mm. oh
0: oh honey i do loopy loops all the time they feel so good <laughs> I love feeling the air rushing betwixt my nethers and my flappy ears. Mm.
2: (laughs) All right then, Uh, hey. Uh, yeah. we gotta go, we gotta, in order to get the blood of the Titan, we gotta get the mm-hmm. Titan back to what he used to be. Apparently he was cursed by Tiamat. Oh dear. And we have to, we have to help that. Uh, he's a spine devil now. <gasps> anyway. Oh no. And he's gotta spill the blood of Tiamat in order to turn back into a Titan so that we can get some of his blood to give to, uh, the, uh, Ralzala in order to free the uh-huh. Unicorns. This, this really, yeah. this shit got out of hand real bad. And now we gotta go to... <laughs> We got to go and talk to Archon the Cruel, and (gasps) Jababi's got that name carved
1: on his arm. I got a tattoo right here. It says, Tell Barber Archon the Cruel.
0: Oh, gosh. Wow, that's awful. Um, (laughs) Piece of paper. Archon the Cruel doesn't sound like a very nice person now, does he?
1: Nah. Nobody's got Tiamat blood, so we got to go spill that shit.
0: Okay, so you're going (laughs) to go spill some Tiamat blood uh, thanks to this Archon guy. Okay. That's. I mean, I'm okay mm-hmm. with that. Uh, well, did you have a question for me or what?
2: Oh, we're just yeah. running it, running it past you to see if uh, it sounds like a good idea. Yeah,
1: we see, see if it. you want to spill some Tiamat blood. It's <laughs> it's your birthday. Well, uh,
0: well, thank you very much for remembering. You know, unless there's something you're not telling me, nothing about that plan sounds you know too too bad. You're just gonna Tiamat,
2: Tiamat's imprisoned.
0: Right. Right.
2: Right. Uh-huh. Arkhan the Cruel's got a tower.
0: I'm trying to remember if there's something we're not telling you. Well, I I don't, Um, I don't know uh, either. But, but I mean, if you're asking me, if you're asking me if if this is a morally acceptable course of action, I suppose the answer would be yes, based off of what you've told me.
1: Oh, we weren't really asking for a morality guide. We just like to talk to you.
0: Oh well, thank you, dear.
1: I feel better.
0: (laughs) If I find any babies, I might eat them. Well, that would be a, a no-no, jig. <laughs> That's uh, a evil joke. <laughs> right, okay. I'm not a big fan
1: of evil jokes. I like, hey, can you
0: fly away up
4: and see if you can see a tower? I could,
0: I could certainly try. I
4: would or be a afraid.
1: dragon? Because uh, uh, thought he saw a dragon earlier. and We don't believe him, but...
0: Oh, golly, a dragon? Yeah. Well, I suppose I could fly up there, but if I see a dragon, uh, surely I hope it wouldn't see me.
1: Oh, just be careful okay yeah, good luck all right i'll go fly all up right. and see what i can Lulu, see wait wait wait
3: Lulu, before you do that i want to use a level two spell of mine to make you i just don't want you to turn into a, a fried holly fan so, wiggity, so wiggity, wiggity, you you cut oh, out sorry. for a second are you making me invisible is that what you said yes ma'am you're gonna be the most invisible
0: holly in hell <laughs> oh very nice okay sure i'll do that
1: Now yeah, you can tell he was making someone invisible because he said wiggity wiggity whoosh
3: <laughs> mm-hmm. that's the sound <laughs> yeah
0: all right, so you cast Invisibility yeah. on Lulu the hollyphant. And, yeah. uh, uh, well, you feel her and hear her sort of flap up into the sky. Uh, and she disappears from your sight. Uh, are you going to wait an hour for... That's that's how long Invisibility lasts. Uh, yeah, we're yeah, waiting mm-hmm.
3: for Lulu to come back. We can't just leave. Okay. Can we follow her? I guess that would ruin the point of Invisibility. Huh.
0: Yeah, you <laughs> can't see her, so there's no way you can follow her.
3: All right, well, you guys
0: wait an hour. About 52 minutes later, you hear sort of like flapping... And you hear like a soft, like thud of, of uh, Lulu landing. And uh, she's like, okay, uh, you, can, you can turn off the spell now. I'm back. wiggity <laughs> And uh, she like materializes in front of your eyes. And she says, well, I will say that I did see a number of horrific things I wish I had never seen in my life. So thank you very much for that. But I'm pretty sure I saw a big black tower. It's not even that far away. I think we could make it there in, uh, in, you know, maybe
1: an hour or two of travel. Oh, you think that's where uh, this guy on my arm is located?
0: Could possibly be. I'm not sure. I, think I don't know. It's worth
1: a try. Unless it's either that or it's uh, Stephen King's dark tower.
0: <laughs> okay, so, so, so you're
4: planning. Chim, 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 or chim, chim. What do those crabs say?
0: Chimmer, chimery, chim chimney, chimery. So, so hold on a sec. Let, let me let me make sure that we have the plan all 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 figured out. So, you're going to go to Archon the cruel, a guy yeah. who's who's mm-hmm. who's cruel presumably, and you're going to ask him politely for a vial of the blood of his god, which he keeps around his mm-hmm. neck for some reason. You're not sure why.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: And then he's going to do it for for what reason
3: they owe us a favor like a long time ago before this whole hell stuff we happened to excavate some very important tiamat stuff and you know how evil people always honor their bets this is one of those situations we just gotta okay little you oh, bring up a good honey, point. honey uh, evil
1: people and lannisters
0: it's not evil people who honor their bets, okay? It, it's devils, okay? Devils, they, if they make a deal with the devil, they have to they have to follow through with it. It's part of their nature. Tiamat is a Ooh. demon. <laughs> she is not a devil. She is liable to break any sort of agreement she makes because that is her nature. Uh, oh, gosh.
1: you Now, this is why we were talking to you, Lulu. This is, this is smart. Thank you, Lulu. Yep. You're welcome. So the only right, way well, we're going to get this from him is stealing it or, you know, rendering him unconscious and then grabbing it. Whooping
3: his cruel ass. You whooping may, his ass. Can we do that?
0: You may be able to give him something he wants, but uh, that is the, that is the like, moral problem here, though. Because if you give uh, an evil man what he wants, then that's doing a bad thing. You know what I'm saying? Like, indirectly. Yeah. Why aren't we just killing him?
2: I don't know. I guess maybe because you know anybody who has real estate down here is probably a tough
3: cookie. Yeah, we're, we're tough, tough right. cookies. We're deliciously tough. You got like forty-two hit points, right? <laughs> <laughs> no, I, you bringing up hit points? I don't bring up your body. Come on,
1: baby, let me live.
0: Yeah, you're, you're body shaming him. Shaming. him. <laughs> yeah,
1: your hit point shaming him. God damn it! Leave him alone. Well, all right. I'm- you're I, max health shaming him.
0: I, I think that if you were to kill Archon the Cruel and take the blood off of his body, that would be a much preferable thing to do than to making a deal with him, don't you? And I'm especially yeah. happy that y'all haven't considered the option of making a deal with Tiamat and freeing her because that would just be the worst thing you could ever do. So I'm yeah. glad nobody ever mean? suggested that yeah. possibility.
3: Nobody oh, ever suggested. No that's crazy. crazy.
2: Okay, before we do that, shouldn't we track down the barber and tell the barber about the t- about the arcane because yeah, maybe... it says it says that yeah. my
1: arm was supposed to do that well doesn't that
2: make sense like what if there's some valuable information that will help us from not dying
1: right okay. I, don't know, I don't i don't remember who the barber is i just remember that i have a tattoo that says i have to we should do this so. i
2: remember there was a barber in the uh wandering emporium yeah,
1: oh, yeah we never we, we never went in point. there but somehow uh-huh. uh-huh. we know that I need some more of those mushrooms.
3: Let's go hit up the Emporium.
0: We don't really know where the Emporium is, but we I guess we could go looking for it, yeah. sure.
3: What, what will the barber, what information could he give us that we don't already have about this guy? And the Emporium, what is it? Every three days? We're going to wait three days? I mean, listen, we've already wasted a lot of time. We were supposed to do something completely... All right, whatever the team wants to do, I'm with, we're a team.
0: Yeah, same here. I'm down to do whatever you guys want as long as it's not horrible and evil.
1: Hey, S.H.I.E.L.D., what do you want to
0: do? <laughs> I think you should make a deal with Tiamat.
1: Oh, I had a feeling you might say that, yep. It's the easiest Very predictable. way. You already
0: have an in with her. You helped her, cultists. Powerful enough if she were to be freed to bring Elturel back to the material world. She could be the new ruler of this place, and if you help her to that end, she would reward you greatly.
1: Yeah, that's uh, you know, yeah. that's always an option, like last ditch, I suppose. It would be the easiest way. Hey guys, my shield says we should just cut a deal with Tiamat and she'll raise Alterel back up. And we'll be done. What do you think? Sounds pretty easy, huh?
2: I think that that is goes against uh, what I believe in my <laughs> yeah,
1: but <laughs> it only take it only take like five minutes. <laughs>
0: And then you could ask I'm, her to free me from this shield, this
4: prison. Yeah, and then
1: I'll and then I'll free my shield and we can go have our mansion. I don't I don't see a problem.
4: You're assuming she's gonna honor anything she says.
1: That's true.
2: We were just told by ha- by Lulu that she won't. So that'll that means she would do whatever, and then we'd free her, and she'd turn us into little nubbins <laughs> of burnt up whatever we were.
3: Mm-hmm. Turn us into chickens, maybe. That's not true. they Just
4: go that
0: tower. She it's
1: rewards to
0: those you. who who give her power and who free her. What would be the point of killing you? if you were valuable to her.
1: Yeah, she wouldn't kill us, she'd reward us. That's what my shield thinks. But you know, she if you guys- the shield is evil. Yeah, you know, it's, it's cool. I just thought, I, you know, we should consider all the options. It's good for us we're to know gonna... that there are other
3: options, you know?
4: We're not gonna be valuable to her once we free her.
3: That's true. I'm gonna to go to the tower. Can we stealth up to the tower? We don't know much about it, but what do we know about in this world? That's kind of our special power, ignorance. <laughs>
2: And that's episode 67 of Rated RPG, Descent into Avernus. I had a tooth pulled this morning, so I'm going to keep this brief. Thank you to everyone who supports Rated RPG. We couldn't do it without you. If you'd like to do that, go to patreon.com slash rated RPG. On behalf of everyone around ye old gaming table, we'll see you at our next live stream. I hope you'll be there with us on Saturday, February 26th at noon central time. In the meantime, have a wonderful day, have a wonderful weekend, and we shall see you and speak to you soon.